Well, once again, praise the Lord. Just so, uh, so blessed to see each and every one of you here. Thank you so much. I know many of you are here because we have a baby dedication. Actually, we have, uh, there's five of them, and uh, it's going to be a blessing. We've got three girls and two boys, so it's going to be wonderful there, and, and I thank God for that. And so I never, you know, little babies never bother me. You know, we, we flew on a plane and uh, flying back from Florida or flying to Florida, I can't for which, I think it may have been both ways. We had a nice screaming baby in the back. And, uh, you know, it never bothers me. You can always tell things because babies, that's life. I love that. I love them. I love them not to try to out preach me this morning. That's good too. We don't care. You know, we love, we love life. That's why we have it. That's why we have nursery. That's why we have preschool. That's why we do kids because kids are, are full of life and, uh, uh, they're just, you know, they're the church of now. They are. I mean, praise God. We want to put our life into them. We want to put the word of God into them so they can be strong all the days of their life. They don't have to go through all the junk that many of you have gone through. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says if we train up a child, you know, when they're young, when they're old, they won't depart. And so we got to believe the word of God. Amen. Well, you know, welcome everybody. So listen, welcome to Harvest Bible Church. And if you've been coming the last two weeks, you're saying, who is this guy standing up here? I actually am the pastor. Uh, but I've been going, we've gone. And uh, actually, it's, so, it's, it's like two weeks before that, my wife, you know, hijacked. No, she didn't hijack. She had a word from God. And then we had our men's retreat. And so, you know, I've, this is, I haven't been preaching in five weeks. I got so much stored up in me, I don't know what to do. So, and, and I got to be nice. And we got to kind of, the good thing about today is I get to preach twice. I'm going to preach a nice one to you, and then I get to preach to the parents. So it's a, it's a good thing. But anyways, welcome. And we're glad that you, and if you are here for the very first time, and you just happened to show up this morning not knowing what was going on, we're glad you're here. Amen. And uh, we do have connect cards in, in the seat pockets in front of you right there. That's how you, we get to know you. That's how we get uh, to see if you'd like to get connected with us. You know, we uh, are just loving God with all of our heart here. You know, our, our whole, well, our mission statement is reach, build, and honor, which means we want to reach as many people as we can with the love of Jesus, with the word of God, with getting salvation. We want to do that. We want to reach out and touch the lives of as many people as we can because we've got good news. Amen. We've got something. Is there not a cause? Amen. And then building up is we want to build you up. We want to, not only we want to reach you, but we want to build you up. We want to make you finish your course. I mean, you know, it's not just to start. We want to make sure you finish. Amen. We've got a lot of people who started, but they've never finished, you know, because they've got discouraged or they got frustrated, you know, or they didn't know how to do some of the things of the word of God. And so they lost their joy along the way. And so we want to build you up so you'll be strong, be able to help others. And the last one is, is honor. Everything we do, we want to honor God. We do. We want to honor him in everything we do. We want, to, we want him to say, well done. Amen? And uh, so we're doing our best. And we believe with all of our heart we're the best church on this corner. Amen? And uh, we thank God for what he's doing for us. And we, we're, just, we're just so thrilled about what God has done and what he is going to continue to do. So if you'd like to be connected, fill that card out. Drop it into the offering bucket as it goes by. Hallelujah. And so we would love to, uh, to pray with you, to fellowship with you, and get you connected. Amen? Well, we're going to worship God with our tithes and offerings this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You guys are awesome and wonderful. And those of you that are watching online, you know how to give. So if you need an envelope, go ahead and uh, they're right there in the seat pockets in front of you. Or if you've got it all set up and you know how to do our online or text, it's all very simple to do. It's really good and easy. And thank you so much for believing in Harvest Bible Church. 
You know, we haven't got our roof done yet, but it's okay. We've got plenty of buckets and things around. We're working on it. You know, it's coming. No, we got to, you know, it's, it's, it, once you start something, it's, you get a lot of different opinions. So we're working on that. We're going to get it, you know. Uh, just, you know, so he says, well, I, I thought we were working on that. We're believing for the 100000 We are, but uh, every other bid was a lot more than that. So uh, we're working out to see. So anyways, God's good, though, isn't he? Hallelujah. He, he supplies. Hallelujah. We're blessed. So let's pray over this offering right now. Heavenly Father, we, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify your name. Oh, we honor you and love you and thank you that we bring our tithes and we bring our offerings and we worship you with our giving. Father, you told us to give with joy and full of faith. You told us to bring our tithes and offerings and to honor you and to love you. You said you would open the windows of heaven. You said you would cause all grace to abound toward us. So Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for meeting and supplying every need of every individual that's here. Father, that's my heart's cry, that you're just doing supernaturally, abundantly above all that they could even ask or think. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Ushers, go ahead. Let's receive the offering. Well, good morning. Welcome to Harvest Bible Church. We have an exciting morning. We have lots of announcements. <laughs> uh, first announcement, we are starting our men's Bible study this week. It's this Tuesday. Yes, it's exciting. It's going to be right here in our red room, which is the last door that way. <laughs> and it'll be at 6 p.m. this Tuesday in the Red Room at 6 p.m. So it'll be an exciting time for all the men. <laughs> also, our movie night, Time Changer, will be September 30th. It will be right outside. We're going to do our big blow-up screen, get to watch movies under sky, bring your chairs, bring your blankets. It will be at 7 p.m., we will also provide dinner. We're going to have delicious nachos. And not just the chips and cheese, like everything on it. <laughs> so it'll be good. So it'll be enjoyed. All ages can come. It's going to be an exciting night. Who doesn't like to watch a movie outside? <laughs> so that will be Friday, September 30th at 7 p.m. Bring, all, bring the family. And this movie, Time Changer, is going to take us right into our School of the Bible, which starts that Sunday right after October 2nd. So, yes, I encourage everyone to attend. You've been hearing Miss Pam and Pastor Mark preaching on School of the Bible. It's going to be very exciting. That starts Sunday, October 2nd at 9 a.m. right here in the main. It's going to be, it is going to be an exciting weekend. <laughs> um, with School of the Bible starting at 9 a.m. That does mean our service time will change. It will go from 10 a.m. to 10.30. But when you're here for the class, we will end with donuts and coffee. <laughs> so, of course, how fun is that? Who does not like donuts and coffee before church? <laughs> so we will have lots of donuts and coffee from our School of the Bible at 9 a.m. straight into our service at 10.30. That's going to be an exciting, fun weekend. <laughs> Also, we are asking for donations <laughs> for blankets, sleeping bags, or warm socks for people in Ukraine. It is starting to get very cold. There's still a lot of areas with no electricity. So we are being asked if you can donate um, new or gently used blankets, sleeping bags, socks, and you can drop it off here at our church um, during the week at our office or on Sunday here. We can take it from you here in the lobby. Um, 
but yes, for all um, to help out the people in Ukraine. <laughs> and Miss Pan has some announcements. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> Amen. Well, it's so good to be back. We missed you guys. We we did watch online, but I'll tell you, I don't know how people can survive watching church online. It's just not the same. I'm such a, I like to hug you all, and you know, if I catch you, if you catch me, I mean, you know, I, I know I'm running everywhere, but it's so good to see you and you guys. Uh, we were so blessed by the different messages that came across in the worship, and so what a blessed church we have. We love you guys. The, the word that came forth, I tell you, um, this church, I tell you, is getting ready for something big to hit. Amen? So, so exciting. Uh, just really quickly, um, I, I want to reiterate a couple things she said. Uh, the movie, Time Changers. Has anybody seen the movie, Time Changers? I made my husband watch it. <laughs> Yay, she watched it. Okay, this is a phenomenal movie. It's very well done. And um, it's a time travel movie, and I love time travel. So, uh, you know, not that we can do it, but I love the, I, the idea of time travel. So it's a time travel movie. So it's kind of got, you've got to use your imagination. But the premise of the movie is powerful because what it teaches you is um, back in, I think it's back in the 1800s, they start changing, which you've heard me talk a lot about, they start changing um, the, the deity of Christ. They, you know, they start you know, talk, changing um, morality, not attaching it to why we have to be moral because we have God who is the, you know, the one who's created us to, you know, who, who chooses what is right and wrong. Anyway, it, the guy travels through time, comes to modern days, and he gets to see what happens when we change the way we preach. And so it's really good. It's a really good movie that shows the importance of teaching um, the, the truth of God's word and the impact that it actually has on society. And so um, moms and dads, please bring your kids, bring your um, you know, neighbors, and get the word out. Invite people to be, we'll have plenty of room out here, and we're serving nachos with, with chicken and steak. And I mean, we, you know us, we like to eat around here. So <laughs> um, it's going to be fun. So um, yeah, and then Ukraine, uh, you know, thank you for doing that. They, you know, my, uh, my daughter-in-law to be is Ukrainian. And so this is a real special place in my heart. Her, she was able to come to the country, but her family is still in Kiev, Kiev, Kiev. <laughs> and, um, and so there's just a lot of, you know, um, it, it's sad, you know, the stories that we hear, especially because her family's still there. So um, what a privilege that we can help, you know, so um, thank you for doing that. And then, um, so next, next Sunday, um, there is like 40-something of you, I think, that have signed up for the School of the Bible class, which I'm so excited. Amen. Amen. We're excited. Excited, yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome. So next week, if you signed up, you will be able to pick up your book if you would like a book. You, you don't have to have a book if you don't want, but what's great about the book is that it does give you a, um, in the, uh, a prepare to learn. So you have a section that you can read just before you come to class so you kind of know what the class is going to be about. And then it also has um, like a workbook inside that you can fill in as we go through class. Um, I always find, you know, it's the way I am though, is that writing things down and seeing really helps me to learn. Some of you are like that. Some of you aren't like that. But if you want one of these, just the book is $5. You can use it uh, as a family, if it's husband and wife, or if you want your own book, 
then um, again, they're $5. If you want to get this, um, I got notebooks also. It says the true meaning of the rainbow, Genesis 9.13. And um, we're going to be talking about, uh, talking about that, you know, uh, Noah's flood. These also will be available as a package if you want to get this set, and it also comes with a really cool bookmark, will be $10 for this set. And the reason why the notebook is great is that if you want to take extra notes, and also I have an assignment that I'll be giving you as well, that that will come in handy. Um, also, parents or families, if you have kids, there is a family devotional. If you want to take this even further to your home, um, and you would like a devotional, I just need you to put on that list out there uh, devotional so I can make sure to order you one and um, and we'll be sure to get you one of those too so uh, those will be available next week there's still time of course to sign up you don't have to have a book to come to class class is free and um, you're more than welcome to come the children are starting today uh, their class they're, they're getting ready for it they are getting books uh, books of the Bibles, so they're going to be learning about the different books of the Bible, what's in them. So it's just exciting. You know, you can never go wrong with the foundation of God's Word. Amen. My last announcement, if you serve in HBC Kids, um, I need you to please stay in the sanctuary for just a few minutes. I just have an announcement that I need to give to tell you, and I have uh, shirts that I want to give you for the new curriculum, and um, I want to uh, talk to you. If, if you would have never thought about serving in HBC Kids, I need help. I, I am some short, some teachers, and I'm short, some helpers. If you're a seasoned man and woman of God, and you, you know, you've been sitting in our pews for 40 years, you know, this might be a good opportunity for you. <laughs> you are ready to be promoted. And, um, you know, and it, this is such an exciting time for you to step in. You, you know, I, I started teaching, my dad was a pastor, so I started teaching Sunday school class when I was nine years old. <laughs> and, um, and I'm telling you, just getting in and teaching, you learn more things about the Bible than you would even as a student because you have to study and prepare. And it's a lot of fun. I only have you serve once a month, although some of you have had to do a little more than that because we're short-staffed. But if you are interested, please remain and stay um, for the class, uh, I mean, for the meeting afterwards. If you're interested, you, don't, you know, you can stay and just hear me out, my, my spiel, and, um, but I would love to have you. Amen? I hope you're all thinking about it. I've been praying for you. God, send me teachers. Send me helpers. <laughs> so, all right, you guys have a blessed Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry. And junior high is dismissed. <laughs> Are you coming back in at the end? Yes, sir. All right, there we go. He's, okay. We're dedicating his little guy this morning. I've got one more announcement too, so we'll let those guys take off and do because uh, we're gonna we're gonna just gonna pray here. Goes gonna go right with my message and stuff. And you know, thank God for God's amazing grace. You know, there's a lot of new things. Anytime you do something new, it uh, it changes. Because at the same time that we're gonna have the adult class at nine o'clock, the uh, junior senior high are gonna be having their class in the red room because the adult class is gonna be in here in the main sanctuary. And uh, so uh, because. You know, we heard a statement, and what we've heard, you know, one of the things about taking place in everybody's lives, but many times you see this, and we know this personally, and is, is that when kids graduate from high school and they go into college, they get their beliefs very much challenged. 
And how you know we live in a very challenging world right now to stand strong for the things of God. Amen? And uh, so, uh, and there's a lot of things going on. And, you know, in, in the whole two weeks that we were uh, on vacation there and stuff, uh, it rained 13 out of 15 days. Monsoon, it rained six inches of rain because there's a rain gauge right on the back porch of where we were staying. And I emptied it because I thought, I'm going to check to see how much it rains. You know, because we actually went to Florida and it actually always rains in Florida every afternoon, every day. But uh, that's, that's to be expected. But it rained every single day uh, continually all day long and it rained six inches of rain because, well, we know that it rained at least six inches because that's how much the rain gauge counted. And uh, it was completely full. So we spent a lot of time praying, seeking God's face. Amen. Anyways, the next time I ask what I have is just we need to pray. There's, there's some, you know, that, um, wow, everything that is uh, right is under attack. So there's a bill that's in a thing called H.R. 8404, and it's the Respect for Marriage Act, and uh, it needs to get defeated. You know, God, you know, our wonderful, crazy, you know, it's just the crazy stuff that's going on. So, I mean, you know, we know that, that the house is interesting in our country, but, you know, it's, it's, well, what's wrong with it? Well, the problem is, is, is that it just totally destroys uh, marriages, you know, as far as what really a marriage is supposed to be between a man and a woman. And uh, it also gives them the opportunity to sue churches and everything else and tell us you have to accept everybody. And you have to do this, and you have to have so many quotas on. And it basically, it, it just tries to come against so that no matter, you can say everything ugly against Christians, you can say everything ugly against everybody else, but if you say anything different than what anybody else is saying, then you get sued, you get chastised, and you're a hate person, and you're the worst. So that's what it says. You know, people say, well, gosh, why would they do that? Well, because people that don't know Jesus uh, do stupid things. <laughs> They're good at what they do. They're good sinners. Amen. So we're going to pray right now. You ready? As a church. So let's do that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you. Lord, we thank you that we live in America. We live, Father, here. And so we just take authority over the enemy that is trying to legislate sin and legislate uh, ungodliness. Father, we honor you. We love you and praise you. And so we thank you for your grace and your mercy. And so, Father, that's what we ask. We ask for grace and mercy. We shout grace to this bill, and we ask it to be nullified and defeated in the Senate. Father, let it, not, let it just die. Just see it just stop and not come to fruition, Father, because it's not going to be good for anything. It's not going to be good to, to, to the benefit of anybody else. It's not going to stop people from doing what they're doing already right now. It's just trying to stop us from believing what we believe. And, Father, that's not going to stop us either. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We, we just thank you and praise you. We thank you that you're moving and you're doing. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen? amen. Glory to God. God is good. God is so good, so wonderful. And, and I am. I'm just going to share a little bit. I'm going to introduce something to you this morning. Actually, we're going to be starting some things that we're going to go co, co with the... Uh, 
uh, the curriculum of School of the Bible that we're starting, and then we're changing our time to 10.30. I liked what uh, Brian Hicks said. Many of you think that we start at 10.30, so that's good, too. So it means you can just come at the same time you always come. So it's good, okay? Uh, but uh, we are going to do this, and of course, we're, we're going to uh, uh, come together. You know, we love you coming no matter what. I don't care what time you come. Just come. That's, you know, we want you to be here. We want you to tune in and have it. That's our heart's desire. But anytime there's changes, it always kind of tweaks people. So we're not trying to make this as, 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 we're trying to make this as easy and painless as, as we are. And we're trying to entice you with coffee and donuts too. So uh, we're going to have tables all set up. We have, we have a whole coffee bar that we're bringing in and all this kind of wonderful stuff outside here. So you'll be ready to go. I don't know that we're going to have lattes and all the other things you need, but we will have, you know, at least some things for you to, to have there. And, um, if you have your Bibles, turn to James chapter 4, because I, I want to share with you my title of this whole series and what we're getting. The reason God spoke to us, and I, I didn't finish that, of why we're doing what we're doing is because people lose out, and what we found out with kids is that, and, and with youth and teenagers and, and high schoolers and college kids, is that when they get into college or just when they get up and where they have to stand on their own beliefs, what happens is, is that people come in and say, well, listen, it's impossible for God to get all those animals on the ark. It's impossible for God to do make the earth in six days. It's impossible. Now, if you, so if you can't believe that God created the earth in six days, if you can't believe that there was a Noah's ark, then why should you believe John 3.16? Why should you believe anything? If, if we can discredit one part of the word of God, then let's discredit all of it. And so what happens is, is that in, with Christianity, we want to mingle things together. And what we're endeavoring to do is let's stand our ground on the truths of the word of God. Let's speak with authority. And if people want to listen, fine. You know, in Jesus' time, he spoke with authority. You know, a lot of people didn't listen to Jesus. Lots of them. Most of them were the religious folks. Most of them were the ones trying to figure it out in their head. And aren't you glad this is one of my most wonderful saints? Aren't you glad that God is bigger than your brain? I am so glad for that. I'm so glad that God's bigger than my brain. Hallelujah. But there's something that we as, as Christians that we have to stand on. We have to be a voice. We have to stand strong in the things of God. I truly know this verse in Luke chapter 18 and verse 8 when, when Jesus said this after he, he used an example of a lady that kept you know, just pounding a judge about going to avenge her of things and, and, and she finally did. But the, the verse 8 says this. It says that when the Son of Man comes back to earth, is he going to find faith on the earth? And I thought, that's really crazy. Why would Jesus say that? But man, can you, I totally understand that right now. Because the whole world got shut down because they didn't have faith. They don't shout me down. They don't get mad at me. Don't get upset at me. Okay, we just did. Everybody shut down because everybody got afraid to die. And as Christians, we should never be afraid to die. Amen. Sorry. I know all of you want to have more fun down here. I do too. I mean, can you imagine? We spent two weeks in Florida and never went to the coast. We were 30 minutes from the beach. But it rained on. Who wants to go sit on the beach for the monsoon? I mean, literally, it, it was, it's terrible. You know, it, as far as that, it was. But it was very, very wonderful. I, you know, I read six books, you know, and uh, they're little ones, not big ones. So she brought one book, and her book's like this thick and this big. I thought, that's dumb. I mean, you can't. You brought one book. 
my mind, I can't, I would never be able to handle that. I got to have, you know, I'm reading all six at the same time. Got finished with all six, but I got to, I can only do so much in one time. You know, it can't keep my attention that good. I guess you got to do things. So, but anyways, read them all, of course, read the word, but began to pray and I began to say, okay, God, what's going on with America? What's going on with the world? What, are you coming back? How many people know that Jesus is coming back? I mean, he's coming back and praise God, we want him to, but do we throw up our hands? You know, it's like we, we just prayed about a bill. We've been praying about a lot of things and it just seems like, it, what's happening? What's going on? Do you know the one thing, and, and this is the title of this whole series, and like I said, I'm introducing it, and then we're going to share really happy things about babies, okay? So, uh, but, but, but here it is, is that the whole title of this series, it's going to be a series. God said, I want you to, I said, you mean I get to go back to knowing what I'm going to do? Oh, yes! No, I, I love, not, who knows, he'll change it. But I gave them notes, and we haven't even done the notes yet, so they're, they're good back there. I even gave Angelica notes. Can you believe that? Anyways, is that the whole name of this series is called Resist, and which is a really big word, because here in James chapter 5 and uh, verse 6, or James chapter 4, excuse me, verse 6, he says, but he gives more grace, you know, when he says it, therefore he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. It says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, James talking to the church. Ain't that make you feel good? Because James has talk, called them a bunch of sinners and double-minded. Just makes you feel good that, hey, we all started out the same. Hallelujah. Because all of us at one time, or even now, at different times, we waver. We waver back and forth. What do I really believe? What can I really see? How can I really handle what's going on? You know, I, I remember, you know, when I first started out in ministry and when I first started out believing what I believed and got excited and then, you know, got called into, the, into ministry and this really taking hold, that nobody was really as excited as I was. And when I began to share the word of God and begin to share truths about the word of God, how great God is and how God wants to, uh, uh, to bring life to us and how he wants to bring blessing and he wants to bring strength and he wants to bring healing. And man, when I first came here, and you know, on October 2nd, our 28th year celebration too, will have been 28 years in this location, okay? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Which is a blessing. But you know, when I first came to California and I taught on healing, I had guys stay after church want to beat me up. See, I've been here long enough now we can start talking about you. <laughs> just, ki just kidding. Just kidding. You know. No, but it was. They were so mad at me. And I thought, what is it? I just said Jesus wants to heal you. That's all I said. Jesus, Jesus is the healer. He says, by his stripes you're healed. <laughs> I don't know how you get mad about that. But they did. Amen. I know none of you get mad anymore. You're all so awesome. But we have to get ourselves to where we have to resist. And what is the number one thing that we have to resist as Christians? I know we have to resist the devil, but how do you resist the devil? What does it mean to resist? You know, the number one thing that we have to resist as Christians is to resist complacency. It's to resist that I already know that. It's to resist that that doesn't well, that doesn't pertain to me. That's none of my business. Amen? 
You know, just like we, we talk about bringing things in so that we can help another country like Ukraine, you know, we've helped send 450 containers over there so far. There's people that are doing and trying to do, endeavoring to do, because it's all going toward Christian people that are in Ukraine. And just being a blessing, but we're also not doing there, but all around the world. You know, we support, you know, 28 different ministries around the world to help and do and to do the things we're doing because we want to have an effect on the world. We support ministries that are here in our, in our state and here in, in our country too. Because I believe that if we do that, what we're doing is we're, we're, we're being the body of Christ, of how we're supposed to be the body of Christ. But, you know, we have to resist fear. We have to resist doubt. I mean, we have to resist anything that the enemy is trying to do. But here's two, too. You're going to find out as we look at these things and as we see, as we watch this movie that you're going to be watching, is that another thing that we have to resist is one of the biggest things is compromise. And we're going to talk about all of these things because why is that? I want you to know the truth. And the truth sets you free. And I want you to finish. I don't want you to have started. I don't want, man, if Jesus is going to come back soon and he comes back, I don't want you to have, get all three quarters of the way, live your life and then say, I oh, forget it, this little thing, it's Christianity, it's, it's terrible, and miss out. Amen. Because even if you make heaven and then Jesus is going to say, how come you quit right at the end? <laughs> Amen? Because I don't want them to look over at me and say, see, you, you let them quit. I'm not going to let you quit. I'm going to come alongside. We're going to finish this thing. We're going to finish this. We're going to keep going forward. There is things. You know, all the things that were said and done and all the things that were, were shared and preached while I was gone are so precious about it and, and a tie of what God's doing and what he wants to do in our lives. Hallelujah. But we have to resist uh, this time and this place of resisting in the sense of we can't stop pressing in. We can't stop moving toward for God. We can't stop that there's a lost and dying world that needs Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We can't stop believing in what God said, that he's coming back for a glorious church. And we can't resist. We've got to, we, can't, we have to resist the thought process you know what? It's just no use. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. They're just crazy. We can't do that. We're the light. Amen? We're the hope. We are. We're the voice. Amen? I mean, we can see things, and, and, and it's, it's so amazing what everybody believes in the body of Christ, too. Hallelujah. So amazing. So amazing. And here's another thing, too. That you know that there's no temptation that's coming against you. None. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you, but such is common to man. It says, But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, and he'll make you able to bear it. Amen? So there's nothing that we've got to resist the temptation to do all these things because God's made us able to stand. And having done all to stand, let's stand. Amen? Now, you're there in James chapter 4. Go, go back to James chapter 1. And don't worry, we're going get to get perfectly timing here. I've got it all timed out here, I think. Who knows? Anyways, I want to read you James chapter 1, uh, verses 2 through 8 out of the New Living Translation, just because I like it here. He said, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy. 
How many of you have had a lot of opportunities for great joy? I don't know about you, but I had a lot of opportunities for great joy, you know, because there's just been seen so many things, so much trouble were coming my way. Then it says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed or your patience, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty. Everybody say divided loyalty. Says, is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord because their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Do you know, the reason we're starting in Genesis, the reason that we're doing this, and it's a curriculum that we're going to do, and the reason, because we want to get a foundation in you. If what God says is true here, then what God says is true over here. And you know, one of the things about it is what you believe about creation, what you believe about a lot of things in the word of God uh, are not going to stop you from going to heaven. It's not a salvation issue because if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and you accept him and you confess him as your Lord, guess what? You're going to get to go to heaven. Hallelujah. How many know you can get to go to, you can go to heaven sick? You can go to heaven poor? You can go to heaven discouraged? You can go to heaven depressed? You can go to heaven, you know, uh, just beaten down? You can go to heaven all kinds of different ways, but why do you want to? If you don't have to. Why not better to know the truth? See, when, when you believe what the word of God says, it's an authority issue. How many of you know that Jesus, when he taught, they, they were amazed. They said, who is this guy? He preaches as one that has authority. Never a man spoke like, you know, they sent the, they sent the Roman soldiers to arrest him and they came back without him. And the Pharisees said, well, where is he? They said, hey, ain't nobody ever spoke like this guy. What do you mean? Do you believe now too? That's what the Pharisees asked them. How do you know that you and I can speak with the same authority? It's all about authority. And the world doesn't want you to have authority. Nobody wants you to. It's all about trying to correct. I mean, right now we have so much. That's what they're trying to do with all these laws and all this stuff. Hallelujah. It gets crazy. And you know what the problem is? There's a scripture in the Bible that says we're supposed to obey the laws of the land. And we are as long as they don't go against the word of God. Amen. And it's true, but when they go against the Bible, when they go against what the Bible teaches, they're no longer laws. Amen? Because, see, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Amen? And it's not a rebellious thing. It's a truth thing. It's an authority thing. Amen? We have to stand our ground. We have to get ready, and we have to learn how to resist. Because if you don't know how to resist temptation, if you don't know how to resist the lies of the enemy then you'll be defeated. And you have a choice. We have a choice. Are we going to believe what God says? Or are we going to believe what science says? Yeah, see, that gets real quiet because, well, yeah, but we Googled this and they do this and science has studied all this. You know, the problem is, 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 is you know, science has studied the earth and science has studied the stars and science has studied everything around. But you know what? The problem is, is that science didn't make none of that. 
<laughs> we get all nervous about that. You know? You know, and you remember I told you I was born for this. I've been criticized, ostracized, talked about all these things. I've had people come, you know, because I started out real young, and so I was teaching the Word of God, and people would try to come in and tell me all this stuff, and they would try to disprove me, and I'd have whole groups of people come and attack me. I've had my life threatened. I've had all this stuff way before any of this stuff was ever happening. And I used to think God was just picking on me, that he didn't like me, that he'd always send me the crazy people. Till I came here and I got all you wonderful folks. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, I love all of those guys in, in Pittsburgh. They're one. They, they were, but it just, when I share that with you, I'm not bragging on me. I just thought, but I had to, I had to prove that the word of God worked. And the word of God was what was going to hold us steady. And the word of God was what's going to heal us, make us stand. The word of God was what's going to bring life to us. And that I could trust this. And that it would bring authority and power of what God said. And it did. And it does. And it changes everything. Amen? It changes everything. See, you've got to believe what God's word says in order for it to benefit you. See, that goes in every area. And, and what I found out most of the time, most about Christians, is that... Whatever you're the most mad about and, and, and frustrated with, it's the most that you don't know about. Because if you get mad about somebody about prosperity, it's because you're frustrated because you don't know about it because you want, you want that. If you get mad about somebody about healing and about the things of God here, you're frustrated because you want that. Everybody wants to feel good, have money, will travel. I mean, if somebody said, listen, we're, we're just going gonna, to you know, pay your salary for the next 10 years so you can just have fun, you'd be like, I signed me up, okay? But, uh, you know, we see those things, and, but yet we fight, but we've got to resist in the sense of that we've got to resist the doubt, the unbelief that the world is trying to bring down upon us. We've got to resist that fear. And so we've got to learn how to do that, folks. We've got to stand our ground, and we've got to know who has that authority, because we do. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth is given unto me. Then he said, guess what? I give it to you. See, the church, thank God you're a part of the church. If you're born again here this morning, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're part of the church. Amen? And if you're not, we sure want you to be because that's, that's where the power is. That's where the authority is. And say, boy, who do you think you are? I'm a child of God. That's who I am. I'm a child of God. I'm an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because that's what he did. Jesus came. He defeated the devil. The devil's the God of this world. Hallelujah. My God, hallelujah, defeated him. He put him under my feet. And we need to find out how that is so that we'll stand up. Because we've got to resist and stand strong. Not in an arrogant way. Because well, you're just, see, that's what they used to yell at me. Just get mad. Who is this cocky kid? Who does he think he is talking like that? I say, I'm just reading the Bible. You, know, you got to go, go, go blame Jesus. I'm just blame Jesus and Paul and Peter. I'm just doing what the word of God says to do. Hallelujah. Amen? Because how many of you know that Jesus said this? He said, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but not one dotting of the I or one crossing of the T of my word is going to pass away. And we can trust this word. It either it is the word of God that we believe on, that we, we're basing our whole salvation on this word. We're basing our whole salvation believing that what God said, and we know how, what it's done in our lives. I don't know about you. People say, well, how do you know if God exists? How do you know if Jesus, 
How do I know? Number one, he lives in me. Because he lives, he lives in me. Praise God, I was changed. I was blind and now I see I was lost and now I'm found. Hallelujah. But I understand this. You've heard me share this story and I'm gonna close on here so we can go to the next sermon. And, uh, uh, it, which is just gonna be sharing and talking but, uh, for the parents here. But anyways, is that no wonder the church has been so difficult because in ministering to ministers and pastors back in the days, now a lot of them now great, but ministering, it's like you start sharing the word of God and when they come and they have difficulty and you want to pray, okay, let's pray, let's pray. And they're like, aren't you going to do something? I said, oh, we are, we're going to pray. We're going to get the word of God on the subject. And we're going to watch God do it because it's what God said about it. Aren't you glad God said something about your situation and we can pray, we can believe and it will work and it'll change it. He goes, you actually believe that. Pastors tell me this. You actually believe that. I said, excuse me. <laughs> it's the Bible. And so that's what we wanted because I'm tired of the devil having our kids. I'm tired of, of I mean, that's why, listen, folks, we need to, teachers and we need nursery workers. We need people to help. And it's not sitting over there, you know, just babysitting. No, it's teaching the word of God. It'll, they'll challenge you because they're going to challenge you with what they say. They'll challenge you because they're hungry for the things of God. Hallelujah. And they're precious. They're valuable. I mean, and they're a blessing. So we want to keep ministering to them. Amen. But I'm tired of the enemy lying and, and coming in and people saying, well, I don't know. I don't know. You got all different thought. Why don't you know? The apostle John said, I know. We know. We know. We ought to know. And we can know. And we can actually speak with authority. And I want to get authority in you. I want you to understand authority. That's the whole thing about this whole series that we're going to do. And I'm just like I'm giving you a synopsis here uh, of what we're going to start into. So get ready. Get ready. I'm ready to take off right now. I want to preach to you so bad right now. Hallelujah. But we're not going to do that. So let's pray and then we're going to go over here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for these wonderful, wonderful folks who desire to learn who desire to grow, who desire to stand, who desire to be a voice, who desire to believe you and to trust you, hallelujah, so that their lives can make a difference to everybody they come in contact with, that they can touch all of their friends, their family, their neighbor, everybody around them with the love of Jesus Christ, but also with the power and the authority, hallelujah, of what you've given unto us to bring a word in due season. Father, that these signs can follow us, that you said these signs will follow them that believe. And there's some signs that are supposed to be following us, Father. So we're going to thank you for that, allow those signs to follow. Lord, thank you. I've just shared from my heart. I've just started, And Lord, you know what's bubbling on the inside of me to come forth and to come out and to touch their lives. But Lord, I just thank you for that. I thank you, Father. Let them hear and understand my heart. My heart is that we need, as the church, we've got the answer for the world. And the answer is Jesus. The answer is the word of God. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank you for that. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us. Thank you for helping us and showing us so that we can continue to move in that direction. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Amen? All right. Sermon number two. You guys ready? Because this one's really good too. Because like I told you in the very beginning, when it comes to dedicating kids and what we do and honoring, you know, in the Old Testament or even in the New Testament, but really what they did is on the eighth day when the child, they brought him in and to the temple to be dedicated and they brought the child and, and to do so. We do a lot of things that we do, but we bring our kids and what we're saying is we say, Lord, I want them. I want to lift them up before you. 
I want to dedicate that I'll live a holy life, you know. And uh, what always was so unique for me, that when God looked for a man to get a covenant, God looked around the earth, he said, I need a man that, that, that I can have a covenant with, that I can, I can do what I need to do. I need to find a guy that's going to do this. And when he looked around, he found Abraham. And he said, the reason I chose Abraham, the Bible says it, the scripture says, the reason I chose Abraham is because he will teach his kids. That's it. He said, I'm going to choose him because he'll teach his kids. And his kids will teach their kids, and I can trust him. He's going to teach his kids. Abraham didn't have any kids. He said, I'm going to give him, but he'll teach his kids. He'll do that because Sarah was barren. She couldn't have any kids. But he said, he'll teach his kids. Isn't that amazing? God's looking around to bless. God's looking around to start this amazing. God's looking around to, to, to change the world. And he's looking for somebody, and he says, I found him because he'll teach his kids. You know, we want to blame everybody else for our kids. You can't. You got to blame you. Sorry. You know, you got to do that. You know? But the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy, it also tells us this. It says, he says, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up, which means we've got to teach our kids when they get up during the day and when they go to bed, we've got to teach them the truths of the word of God. Hallelujah. And so parents, let me just share with you, those that are going to be dedicated this morning and you parents that are going to be here, and I, I share this all the time, says, you know, through your children, you pass down everything you are and everything you have to offer to, to everybody around you. You know, God made this ultimate you know, uh, covenant with us, and when he did that, he did it through his son. And he made a covenant with us so that every generation has the responsibility to instill within the next generation the reverence for God and the knowledge of his word. In this way, God can build on the basic truths of right living, loving God, and our fellow man, and to reveal himself more fully to each and every generation. You know, it's so funny. I want to share with you. You know, I, I raised my kids, and all of my kids have had, you know, shared with me. They said, Dad, thank you for giving us the word of God. And even now, because they all have kids, and they, all, they said, thank you for giving us the word of God. Because we were raised in it, we were taught in it, we were taught right in it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it has enabled us to, to, to stand strong. They're all serving God. They all love God. And I'm, I thank God for that. That's a blessing. And don't bring any condemnation on you if your kids got squirrely. You just keep believing God for them, okay? Hallelujah. Because every one of our kids got squirrely at one time or another, and God had mercy and grace on us, okay? Hallelujah. But uh, the, the Bible declares there's things that we can do, and it gives us honor. And that was the greatest thing I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that my kids grew up, that they loved God. That was the greatest thing. I, wanted, I, I know I could do that, that I only had a short, short time to do it, you know, to, to shoot them as an arrow straight as I could. Hallelujah. And I wanted to train them up in the way that I believe they should go. And thank God they're headed in that same direction. Thank God my grandkids are headed in that direction. Thank God for that. There's a joy that's there to know, hey, here, here's, here, here's where we're headed. Here's what we're doing. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that if we do what we know to do and we do it with the best of our ability, he'll make up the difference. Because how many of you know that uh, we all mess up? How many, I mean, I know. I mean, I had two sons, a daughter, 
And I wanted to, you know, my sons are lucky that they're still alive today. My daughter was an angel, but they, I know that she wasn't, but that was the way it goes, you know. So her mama had to deal with her, but that's okay. The, the key is, is that I realized that I wasn't perfect, and I didn't mind saying, hey, I messed up, I missed it, but the key was I love God. I'm doing everything I do because of what God says to do. Amen. And one of the things, too, for you parents that are here and you have your kids and they're here, one thing we promise as a church, we're always going to have things that, that put life into the kids, that we're always going to bring the word. That's why we're starting this new curriculum, things that, because we want to build a foundation. We want to help you raise up your children strong in the things of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Because we want to be there with you. That's why we have, even have a parenting class that we've done and, and doing. So, you know, why? Because we want you to succeed. One thing I always say is, you know, when you finally get pretty good at parenting, you're unemployed. Because then their parents and your grandparents, and they don't want to listen to you. They just want to, you know, whenever they're tired with them, they want you to have them. So it's like, hey, you know, and that's, you know, hey, praise God, it's good. So, you know, I want to pray because we're going to, like I said, we're going to get all of the families and then we'll pray over each one and, uh, and go from there, Okay. So I want to pray for the families, for those that are dedicated this morning. Heavenly Father, you know my heart. You know my heart is so uh, overwhelmed in the sense of where I think this is one of the greatest times in the world is when we're getting up in front of witnesses and declaring that we are going to live for you, that we are going to show our children what it's like to be a godly person, a godly husband, a godly wife, a godly mom and dad, that we are going to live a life and we are going to show them love and we are going to show them grace and mercy and truth. Hallelujah. And we're going to bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. We're going to bring them in. So today, as we dedicate our lives, as we dedicate them, but we're dedicating our lives. These parents are dedicating their lives. They're saying, I'm going to live right. I am going to do right. I am going to be an example so that my kids can see and know how to, how to serve the Lord, how to live this life in power and in dignity and in, in, in joy. And Father, our heart's desire is that every one of these little children that we're going to hold in our hands, we're going to lay hands, we're going to pray for, that Father, as we dedicate to them, that their lives will fulfill. There's a purpose There's a divine purpose in their lives. And so we speak that over them now. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you that they will grow up in the things of God and they shall not depart. Thank you for your hedge of protection that is around them, Father God. Thank you, hallelujah, for your grace and your mercy because we need grace and mercy as parents, hallelujah. Lord, we honor you for that. We thank you for it now. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. Amen. So you're going to... So Pastor Pamela is going to call up each one and grab whatever's there. And think... Brody uh, Cooper. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> Come on, the whole clan. We want you all of you. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, but he tires. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> you gonna let me hold him without crying or whatever? Come here. Let's see, buddy. Come here. Oh, shh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For those of you that don't know, Cameron and Samantha are our youth ministers here. Praise God. Praise God. And we are blessed. We are blessed. So just reach out your hand toward this right now. Toward us. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for Brody. We thank you, Father, for your hand upon his life. And Lord, we thank you upon this family. Thank you upon this couple. And thank you, Father, that we surround Brody with all of our love and surround Brody with faith. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, that he's going to just grow up in the things of God. Strong spiritually, healthy, full of life. Father, we honor you for that. And we just lift him up before you and we thank you that this family is standing here dedicating themselves to, to you. And Lord, I thank you for that now and I praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know. You guys ready? To, if you, did you get everything you got? You're supposed to, like, I think if they're going to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh oh, you got to scoot in. You got to scoot in. There you go. It's a big family. Amen. All right. Hosanna. Hosanna. Oh, amen. Yeah. Wow, look at them come. Big family. <laughs> we've, we've prayed for Rosanna a lot. Oh, We're doing good. Amen. She's so beautiful. <laughs> hey. Hi. Yeah. Hi. So beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> good one. You guys stay in the middle here. Let everybody else get around you. Hey. Yeah. Hi. Hi there. So pretty. See if, see if I can. Well, let's get them all up here first. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good, man, good. You get to stand over here, huh? It's good yeah, to see seven. you. You're seven. You're awesome. All right. <laughs> okay. Come here. Oh, come here. Come here. Ah, yeah. Oh. Say, I want to look at everybody. <laughs> this is little Hosanna praise the Lord uh oh she's like hey I don't know I think I'll turn around this way how's that that works better let's pray hallelujah father we just thank you and praise you we lift up little Hosanna to you and we thank you for your hand upon her life it's been there and Lord we surround her with faith and we surround her with love and thank you father for health Hallelujah. And that she grows up strong in the things of God. That your hand is upon her life all the days of her life. Lord, thank you for this wonderful family. Thank you, Father, for their standing here and dedicating their lives so that she has all the things she needs to succeed. And Lord, we honor you for that. And it's in Jesus' wonderful name that we pray. Amen and amen. Yeah. All right. There you go. And then he's going to get you from there, so. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> All right. Amen. All right, baby girl oh. Ava. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Amen. Oh. Get that dress. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Come on, Grandma. <laughs> they're getting they're getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> hey, did you remember me from yesterday? No, can I can I hold you? Huh? Can I hold you without you getting excited? Huh? Come here. There we go. Look at how pretty. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know the scary bunch out there. They're scary. It's all right. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we just lift up Ava to you, and we thank you, Father, for your amazing grace. And Lord, we surround her with faith and with love, and we thank you, Father, that all the days of her life, hallelujah, she'll just follow you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. It's this family that stands up here and dedicating their lives to do all that they can do to, to see for the success of little Ava. Lord, we thank you and praise you for health and healing in, in her body and in her life all those days. Lord, we magnify you. We honor you for that. She fulfill her purpose. And it's in Jesus' wonderful name that we pray. Amen and amen. <laughs> Oh, there you go. That's okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, we're going to take a picture. Yes. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Valentino and Athena Sutton. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Valentino and Athena, yes. <laughs> oh, amen. Yes. <laughs> Good morning. Come on up here. Come on. Hey. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Make sure I get their names right here. So. It's Valentino and Athena. Okay. Valentino and Athena. All right. Valentino, how you doing, buddy? How you doing? Come here. Hey, come here. Look at this. Hi, buddy. Hi. Awesome. Hi, Athena. How are you? How are you? How are you? So precious. Can I pray for you? Okay, good. Give me your hand. So sweet. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you because you're such a great God. I just thank you for Valentino and Athena, Father. Thank you for this family. I surround them with faith and love all the days of their life, Father. Let your hand be upon them. 
Father, thank you that your divine purpose for their lives will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for health and we thank you for healing. We just rejoice in you. We honor you. We thank you for this family that's dedicating their lives here today, saying they're going to live in line with the word of God and, and raise these two wonderful children in your light. Lord, we honor you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you. Oh, come on down here. This is easier. Ah, hallelujah. That way doesn't have to be brought back. Look at that. Only 11.22. I'm such a good pastor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I, you know, just, we're, we're going we're gonna to close here in, in just a moment. But, you know, I am really looking forward to what God has in store for Harvest Bible Church. I believe that with all of my heart. I believe that this, you know, this God's hand is what he's doing. There's just an increase. There are things happening. We're stepping up to a higher level of some things. And, and, and God's grace is going to keep us there. And we are trusting him. We're not doing it within our own strength. We're doing it in his strength. Amen. And I want to thank all of you for being so precious. You're so wonderful, and uh, we're just going to continue to keep moving in the direction God has for us. He's going to continue to keep meeting and supplying all of our needs, and uh, we believe that with all of our heart. Amen? So let's all stand up. Let's close with a word of prayer. Hallelujah. And, we're, and we have a, our prayer team. For those of you that may not know, we have prayer folks who will pray for you. If you have any type of need or any type of desire to just be prayed for, that'd be wonderful. So let's just close with a word of prayer right now. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you and praise you. Once again, we honor you for today. It's always a special day when we can lift up your name, that we can gather together in your name. Father, thank you for your word that's in our hearts that enables us to resist the enemy and to stand strong. Father, we know how to do that because we submit ourselves to you. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, you alone are worthy. You alone are great. And I just thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, as, as families go and they celebrate uh, their children and celebrate being parents, Father. Thank you for just letting them know the greatest joy is to giving their kids Jesus. And, Lord, thank you for each and every one that's also here, Father, that we can continue to let our light shine so that others can see the glory and the power and the grace and the mercy of God. Lord, I honor you for that. I love you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen.